Welcome to the Campfire Passport Podcast. I'm Sean. It's Colin with, with me here on the intro. Um, today's episode is mostly us arguing, just in general. Not not Colin and I. Colin and I don't argue that much. Usually it's behind the scenes. We don't like to argue on air. Um, <laughs> but Mike and I love to argue on air, and Jesse likes to throw his opinion in on that. So it's Mike, Jesse, Colin and I talking about IFS versus uh, Solid Axle which is a strange conversation to get to from going over a SEMA recap. <laughs> and then we sandwich that in with an ADS, 80s on Edison uh, re- recap kind of scenario uh, too. Um, other than that, I don't have anything. Colin, what do you got? Uh, we're going to, I'm going to release the Land Cruiser shirts. I'm going to put those live now that we've done the 80s on Edison trip that I basically used as the, uh, the release for those. Gave a couple away uh, on that trip, so that was kind of cool. And so I'll put those live probably this week or this weekend, something like that. So you can get those wherever you follow us from. Yeah, get them while they're hot. was so busy that i didn't see the funny stuff or i'm sure i saw some of it but like i didn't notice it um because like in years past it's been a little bit less um business focused than it was this year for me um so you know it was different but there was a lot of stuff um both good and bad at sema which is the thing we're going to talk about first uh what was the dumbest thing that you saw then jesse since you brought up specifically the funny things oh it was all the bro dozers like there's the a lot bro dozers that specifically had the worst fabrication with the best powder coat <laughs> and it was like how yeah. much shit can i hide and it and yeah. somebody i don't I don't remember who went through and did the uh a compilation of the missing front drive lines yeah, that's always a good and one. And it was all those very iridescent color powder coated four link front with no drive lines and shit fab. You know the thing is, and I didn't look I was telling Colin this before we started, I didn't look at everyone, obviously, and I didn't look at that many of them, but I did have a few people that I stopped by that had those types of trucks, the big brodozers in their booths, and Everyone that I saw was put together well. Like, I don't like the style, but like, there's some of them that I go, okay, cool. It's got like some neat stuff going on. There's some bad stuff too. Like, I saw one with um, air over coil, like, set up, like a double bellow bag over a coil over, mm-hmm. probably six inches of travel by this airbag. And I was like, when you've got 30 inches of lift <laughs> and 42s with, 30 inch wheels like i don't understand what this extra six inches is doing like you can't make the case to me that you can lower it and go through the drive-through or something like it's not that big of a deal um but anyways i didn't see a lot of actually busted up ones and maybe it was because it was just in the regular booths like the you know Mm -hmm. bumper companies and things like that um i did see one thing that i want to bring your attention to that i didn't know existed until a coworker explained it there were two trucks there that have a young Dolph rap on them. Have either one of you guys heard of this? Like Dolph Lundgren? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> young Dolph. Young, not 
young. <laughs> You're Not skewing old, very old here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I thought it was like some sort of young so, Dolph Lundgren from Rocky, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. just the young version. So, doc, <laughs> I, I do. So Doc and Jesse, uh, just so you guys both know, young Dolph is a rapper. Oh. Um, and I don't know this for sure. I'm going to speculate without Googling. I think he's from Atlanta is my guess. And I'm going to tell you why I guess that yeah. it's because apparently there's a rap shop in Atlanta that has, I'm not kidding you here, a limited edition wraps, meaning one of a hundred or something that they will do on your vehicle. That is a young Dolph rap. It does. It's not his face or anything. It's not even anything crazy. It is camouflage. And it's like kind of a bad, like, bape camo kind of scenario. I, I don't understand it at all. And also, I think it definitely, like, you're supposed to have bright orange wheels or, like, bright orange interior. The, dual, the dually that was uh, that had it was a really cool truck, except for it had, like, bright orange interior and this silly wrap. Like, it's not the worst wrap, but it's weird to me that there's a collaboration uh, vinyl wrap like i don't get that at all so just to be clear for those of us that don't know young Dolph, he's not a rapper r-a-p-p-e-r he raps yes, on yes. vehicles he no, no, i can see how there'd be confusion there he is a rapper oh yeah. okay that's the As play on rap, words he spits yep. rhymes they're going for Okay. Yep. Well, but there is a uh, just just uh, I'll just interject collaboration. Uh, he, he used to spit rhymes. Uh, he is no longer with us. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> R.I.P. Young Dolph. Sorry yeah. About so that. Uh, and was Dolph. not at not Atlanta. He was born in Chicago and uh, was murdered uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. So, they, they, that's weird. I don't understand why Atlanta Custom Wraps is the company that is doing this, but it is. Um, weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He. Oh, okay. He. Uh, his second cousin is Juice World, um, and his cousin by mm. marriage is Key Glock. So interesting. Wow. So family. Mm-hmm. Family yeah. affair. Mm-hmm. I know none of those names. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm sorry, I don't know this. <laughs> this is I'm gonna uh, let's see. So I think the deal is that he wrapped his cars in this camo type pattern, and then now people are the Atlanta Custom Wraps is has made their own like version of it that they will do for people. Mm. Um, there must be a connection. Maybe they wrapped his cars or something. But they wrapped um, with him. I can see the confusion. Like I said, he he is a rapper. Was. And he liked to put vinyl wraps on his cars. And now at SEMA, there was at least two that were wrapped by the former rapper's design. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Now, where were you going with that? Sorry, I got lost. (laughs) Quite the I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. What got me there? Brodozers, orange wheels. It was a brodozer with that wrap. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I was just saying it because of the brodozer thing. It was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think well, I think um, all the ones that I saw that were poorly built were outside. Like they were. That's what it seems. To it, that's usually the no drive line section is the outside. 
I also saw some uh, some drive lines that they had like window cut so that it matched their poor axle trusses. So oh. they had like designs yeah, cut into Diamonds the, the drive shaft. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it holds up real real well uh, when being driven. If it ever gets driven, I don't know. I mean, you, on the freeway and two wheel drive, I think it's fine. <laughs> Probably on and off the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, they so most of the brodozers are outside, anyways. In fact, I think almost all of them. I don't know if I've ever seen one inside. Maybe in the tire area. I guess there's probably ten in there. But there's like the TIS wheels people and like American Force, and there's a bunch of companies that do that kind of stuff, and they're in those booths, and and they're huge. They gotta have these like Mike's been there, so he's seen it. They they gotta have these like you know twenty by sixty booths and have five trucks in there plus their gear and it is insane because it's like wandering through fake monster trucks the whole time <laughs> um, yeah and the brodozers suck because you can see everything they're so yeah. tall like you're not hiding anything underneath of there no i thought last year i had the same thought and i think it was better this year like it seems like the quality is better than it was in like years past because like i remember whatever 10 years ago it seemed like every one of them you saw you were like whoa that's bad and these are like not good but they're at least there's like some decent fabrication on them or whatever it's you know it's not my style but i get it it's a thing people hate ridiculously low cars so whatever to each their own in a way i don't get it and to each not their own it's not a good deal. <laughs> I will disagree. This is not okay. <laughs> it, this is not a respect every build. They're dumb. Oh, man. Of course. I remember looking at stuff and being like, you know, the product that they are selling looks great. Unfortunately, like you're selling taillights with a lifted Silverado that people can't like, you can't see the taillights. They're up there. Like what? Are they, what? It seems I like most right. of them. Yeah. Most of them are wheel companies at this point or bumpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the big, the big crowd, which is, I just can't, what blows my mind is the amount of money that these guys are putting into these trucks uh, and the shops that are building them. And I, I don't understand how it works. Like, I don't understand who's buying them, who's, uh, any of it. I talked to, um, a coworker uh, knows a, a guy that's in that part of the industry and we were talking to him about it and he had a build there that was a mild brodozer, not like anything crazy, but it was still mild know, big wheels, brodozer. tall, but not like, it, not, not like, I don't even know how to explain this, but it's like a foot shorter than the other ones. So it's like in between this, this dude's talking about how this truck has, you know, easily $200,000 into it. Like that's what he's got into it. And I'm like, but what are you going to do? Like what? And he's like, oh, just, you know, we just sell them. I'm like, to who? <laughs> who is buying I can this? show you. Just come to my house. We'll take a quick drive to Lake Oswego. Are there, are there oh, like, some legit brodozers? I mean, like, not like I went to Les Schwab and got the 12-inch lift in the 40s. I mean, brodozer, powder-coated, chrome, the whole thing. There's a couple of them, and they tow right. their... They're fancy ass boats 
which I don't yeah. know why, because they live on the lake. So you just tow your boat around to shore. How else is, how else is anybody going to see and you? Their, <laughs> boats got, their boat trailers have nice, like, not nicer. I was going to say wheels nicer wheels, but that's not true. They have more expensive wheels. Expensive does not mean nice. But they have more expensive oh. wheels than <laughs> what I have on any of my vehicles. Well, that's not hard to do. No, and the trucks are a hundred grand to start now. So, mm -hmm. like, it's a a hundred thousand dollar truck with a hundred thousand dollar build that the shop is selling all the stock parts, and they're keeping that. Mm -hmm. uh, and you get yeah. powder coated, you know, Data Forty Fours. Well, I mean, I think they're they're almost all using one ton running gear, yeah. but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I know, but like, <laughs> yeah, it. Uh... It's a weird phenomenon. And I know it's like a Florida and a Texas thing. Like the, that's where those trucks are big, maybe Arizona even a little bit, but like, so we don't really see it other than Jesse living where he There's does. But like I can think of two maybe around central Oregon and they're, they're not really what I would consider like a SEMA brodozer. They're just really big lifted trucks that happen to be new and have maybe American forces on them or something, which is like, that's stuff. That's a forged 26, 28, 30 inch wheel. Like, those things are expensive as hell just on their own, let yeah. alone all the supporting mods, I guess, is the mm -hmm. word that I would use to go with them. Yeah. Stretch mud terrain. Wheels and tires are worth more than <laughs> they're yeah. worth more than the Tacoma was. For sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Like those wheels are that cost. Mm -hmm. It's, um, Oh look, there's the puppy. Um, <laughs> He's great. Uh, so, anyways, that was that was kind of a that was a thing that is always a thing. SEMA is like, I like the uh, Formula Derp account years ago that coined over Fender mm. Nationals. That's the other thing. Got a, got a lot of you got to throw a Rocket Bunny kid on everything, and yeah. it's still that way. Um, but there's always it's crazy to me that there is so many good builds too. Like in between all that, like the sorry for everybody that's listening for truck things, but the garage active R32 in the Gretty booth, like that is a legit three quarter of a million dollar skyline build. And yeah, it's a ton of money, just like a stupid brodozer is in a way, but like it's 1200 horsepower and it still has air conditioning. It's got a leather interior. Like it's really cool. Like it's very next level when it comes to an import type car um, built in the way that maybe you see like a ring brothers car, or like a, an ultimate, you know, American build in a way um, that those, those types of cars, those really high level cars. Like I think the only way you're going to see them a lot of times is something like that. So what was of... the, what was the vehicle that was uh, like dropped there? Cause I remember a long time ago when I went, they were dropping the BRZ FRS. Uh, oh, really so got it. Yeah, yeah, there were, but there were. It was already out, but like it was there in person as the like that. They didn't have an interior yet, and it was all tinted everything. Yeah, so there's like been that. there's less of that more and more. And and the deal is, I I always like anytime this conversation comes up, I always try to remind everybody it's the Specialty Equipment Manufacturers Association. That's that's yeah, SEMA, yeah. right? It's automotive aftermarket. It's not the OEMs. So Stellantis, for example, pulled out of the show, right? And there's a, there's always a conversation like, oh my God, SEMA's going to hell because Dodge pulled out. Dodge has nothing to do with SEMA. No, Dodge yeah. is there because they want to get their cars in the hands of all these aftermarket companies, right? And they're hoping right. that that aftermarket builds. And yeah, it is weird that they're not there. It was bad when Ford pulled out. All those things do have a, an impact, but like overall it's 
really it's for Magnuson, it's for Mosier Rear Ends, it's for Fox, it's for ARB, it's for all of those companies to show off their stuff let, less than it is like Subaru or whatever. Um, that being said, last year there was a lot of 400Zs or, or new Zs, right? Like that was kind of right. the hot, hot new thing at the show because that was like what everybody was doing. I think S650 Mustang was probably the, okay. the thing. Um, there was a few it, of those. It always seems like the thing that's going to be most likely to be modified next. So the ZFRS yeah. guys are trying to get into that zone and the Wrangler guys before that and the Focus ST guys at that point. And so I just didn't know if there was anything that like, we know that the new Mustang or the new Tacoma or the whatever is going to be the next hot thing they're building for. Yeah. I mean, in West Hall, so where the off-road overland stuff was, um, there was an Ineos uh, there, which was a pre-production one. So that's pretty cool. First time I've ever seen one of those in person. It delivers. It's very cool. Um, it was dirty as hell underneath too, which was awesome. <laughs> they were talking about how beat up it was when they got it. Um, and then a couple new Tacomas, ARB had the trail hunter one in their booth. Um, and then the Toyota, there is a, there was a Toyota booth in central hall and that one had, um, the GX, which we saw at Overland Expo Pacific Northwest. I don't know, two or three different Tacomas, uh, new ones, a pro. And then, um, two, the two land cruisers, the, the square headlight and the round headlight. Um, oh, that's cool. And those are cool in person. I mean, they're exactly what what I've seen online and it was exactly what I expected. It's exactly, you know, from the outsiders uh, looking in, it's exactly the same size as the uh, GX. So, which is cool. It's just as boxy. It's awesome. Back, uh, back to back, front to front, looking at them side by side. What's better, the round headlights or the square headlights? That's a great question. I looked at that a couple of times because I walked by it a number of times. And um, I like the package that has the circle headlights because that's the cloth interior with everything else, kind of like mm-hmm. the cheaper one. Does look a little FJ Cruiser, if I'm honest, from wow. the front, just a little bit. Um, the square oh. headlight, yeah, the square headlight one has like, it doesn't like, I know they're trying to evoke like FJ 62 or whatever, but I don't see that. It just looks a little more modern to me. Like it looks like a contemporary, like land cruiser thing. Like it's got some retro vibe to it, but it's not trying to be, you know, a challenger or something like that. It's like, right, it's right. got some, some movement forward. So I think I prefer the square headlight. Um, and I, you know what? I'm, I, I'm a sucker for like leather seats and stuff like that too. Like I, maybe that would be the one that would be fine anyways. But the cheap person here really thinks that the cheapest version that comes with a locker would be the one that I want too. So I don't know. Uh, They're both cool. I actually really liked both of them. I just think that the first thing that I saw or thought when I saw the round headlight one in person was, Ooh, that looks a little bit like FJ (laughs) Cruiser. And I Um, do not like the way those look. uh, Speaking of FJ Cruiser, sorry to interrupt you, Mike. Yeah. FJ Bruiser which was all over the internet was definitely one of the cooler things there. Yeah. That's where I was going. I was going to ask about okay, that. Good. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. Tracks is a skid plate. That's the, like, no matter what you're doing, like that's cool. Yeah. For Let's anybody that's that living under a rock uh, and didn't see any SEMA Toyota coverage, that is the uh, FJ 40 uh, based, which I think is like a 45 because mm-hmm. it's a truck. I don't know. Please don't 
butcher me for this because I'm not sure. Comment down below if you know yeah. Sean's wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> email secretrcp at gmail.com to tell me I'm wrong. Um, FJ40-ish truck um, with a NASCAR V8 and like a, um, what do you call that? Top fuel like thing that comes out of the top like the Australian burnout cars have. Big blower. throttle body thing. Yeah, it's not a blower. It has like the big intake that comes out of the hood. I don't know. Super cool. Blower, blower like a car. <laughs> yeah, blower hat, but like without a blower. Mm. So I don't know. That's, um, that's odd. Well, yeah, get the rain out of it. Yeah, forty twos. Uh, crazy boat side thing going on, and tracks for a skid plate, which is the most SEMA concept car nonsense I've ever seen. But yeah. sure <laughs> would help if it worked. It looked like I love it. You- it just looked like a snowmobile track that yeah. moved slow. It, it was, um, so to put it in perspective, it would be like, and I'm sure you saw the pictures, but it's basically from link to link, the, the belly of the truck, mm-hmm. almost that entire length, there were there was two tracks side by side. So yeah, they look like a long snowmobile track, but they were like short. They didn't have that big snowmobile kind of, um, paddle thing. They were really short, like half inch tall. So they burned tall. out snowmobile tracks. Maybe, yeah. I hope they use it. Hot It'd night. be really cool to see them make some content around actually using that mm-hmm. thing because it's it, gnarly looking. The, the the axles aren't that far apart though, and mm. so like for a vehicle to have is it like super stretched? I could never tell from the pictures. It's it, it is bigger than you'd expect. Like it's okay. I don't know what the wheelbase is, but it's like like a JK. It's that kind of wheelbase, at least. Like right. that. Do you want to measure it real that. quick? Yeah. <laughs> um, the like no overhang because the forty twos stick out at both ends enough that it it doesn't have any overhang. Um, but it has long links and it's front and rear four link, and so those links come together, and there's probably only a four foot section or so that is the actual belly of the truck. Um, okay, so. well that's a pretty decent distance. I was thinking it would be smaller than that. No, it was uh, it was pretty big. It, it actually, okay. since it's on like, you know, the Super 80s or Dynatrack, whatever's, um, it, it there it's big. Like everything about it is built. So it it's rare. I feel like it's starting to get less rare, but it's almost it's weird when a truck has 42s and you don't really realize they're 42 inch tall tires. You just kind of think, oh, that's pretty proportional, and you go, oh wow, those are those are big tires. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That was cool. It um, it might have been stretched because what's the yeah definitely not the, stock looking the um according to this the FJ forty five is what the trucks are I was right yeah uh they're only the wheelbase is only like ninety six to one hundred and four and the one hundred and four would be the uh the double cab one would be my guess so. That's pretty short. I don't. I don't know that that thing looks that sh- like that short. No. I mean, it looks like um, what, what a JK's got to be. I mean, like looking at sixteen inches, right? One hundred and sixteen is a JK four door. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just looking at pictures of the Bruiser, and it's got I don't know nothing. It says it can go 165 miles an hour at 7,000 RPM in its highest gear. But I don't think that's true. <laughs> on a dyno. Dino- math- mathematically, yeah. <laughs> Could. Mathematically. It's not yeah, math- mathematically. On the street. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy, though. Pretty crazy. Did uh, Did it, you go? It's still a very, very cool build. Like, 
yeah, it's it's neat. Did uh, did you go and see the Wagoneer at the Keystone booth? Yes. So that had, I'm sure you already know everything about it, but it's got the icon chassis underneath it, right? The or not the icon, the uh, um, Roadster Shop chassis, that one that's like uses stock whatever Ford or Chevy parts. I think they're Chevy parts. It's really cool. And that thing was, I didn't realize it made it into battle of the builders. And I saw it over there. And when I saw it over there, I realized it's got like some wild engine in it too. Um, I forget what it was. It's an LT four. It's an LT four. It's a big supercharged LT. So yeah, they're a keystone. Yeah. No, like the, no, they're, they're beer. No, (laughs) Like the rapper, yeah, yeah. young <laughs> young Keystone. Oh, is oh, the... Got it. Okay. No, it is a uh, young Keystone. Keystone is an automotive yeah. aftermarket distribution company, so they're like a big. Oh come on! I, I was... were joking. You couldn't have given me that one. God dang it! <laughs> you can keep saying right, well, it. Anyways, I'm, I'm... young young Keystone was there. LOL. Yeah. I was I was mainly I was <laughs> trying to figure out what because uh, I didn't like look anything up about it. I was just watching the videos and whatnot that I'd seen of it. And the suspension is weird from what I could see of it. Like it's it's IFS at least. I didn't see if it was uh, rear also, but. It's got like big rear trailing arms and coilovers got, and stuff going. Yeah, on. it's got trailing arms and coilovers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty cool. Like, um, it you know that it, the it's not what am I saying here? It's not that it uh, it would actually probably do really well for what we do. You know, as far as our things, right? Because it's like you know mm-hmm. the Tacoma argument or things like that. You don't necessarily need a solid axle to go fast on dirt roads and go camping like that truck would probably be really great at that but it is an ifs truck oh yeah you know it's fine i mean i think for the the it's just like a lot of this stuff when we talk about these high-end builds right like for the guy that wants to spend two hundred thousand dollars on a wagoneer like they it'd be sorry jesse let's get into this in just a second it's going to drive a lot better because it's because it's ifs <laughs> and that's that's what you know, that's what they're going to sell with that chassis. There was a square body Chevy with it. There was one without any body on it. There was probably others too, but the square body was really nice. It was like a single cab short bed, 33s, like looked really tame, um, but a full build with that, that uh, roadster shop chassis and like an LT engine as well. Um, And like, that'd be a really nice driving truck. Like it's going to drive way better than a K10 would with, Mm -hmm. you know, a 350 and a Dany 44 in the front and leaf springs. So I think that's, you know, that's kind of that market exists for that reason. It's not. It's not for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to disagree. I thought you did disagree because we road. talked about the GMC oh. Sierra no, Grande. Oh, that was Mike. You said that it drove better. Yeah. No. I well, I've driven a bunch of different vehicles, and in my opinion, my brother's uh, F350 right. Platinum. Drove better than his the he had the same model year uh, Chevy fifteen hundred Trail Boss and that rode much this is, worse. This is where I said and literally, it, it, literally every with, automotive journalist know, I, in the world would disagree with that statement. I bet I would argue you to find I one. Did. 
but but all the automotive journalists know things that they know and everybody who puts their butt in the seat of a truck is going to decide what they think feels more comfortable and what rides better and it's probably a combination of the seats are bigger the interior is bigger you're up off the ground more you've got way more shock like room for bigger shocks in the f350 it just was a much more comfortable. I felt like I had a trailer on the back. That's and why. I felt like I was driving a cab. That is why. And it was. Uh, let's let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> because if we're talking I, about. Want to make a one truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to make a one ton truck ride well, good. <laughs> you need to put a load Start on Start hauling shit. I've been in yeah. it both ways. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, but Mike. It was just. It was a much more comfortable truck. Jesse owns yeah. one. Does your F two does your your F series mm-hmm. truck drive better than your Tacoma did stock? Like as far as comfort There's and no ride way. comfort, it is a nicer truck. So that is that is an unfair question to ask because there one is a one ton, one is a three quarter ton, or one is a yeah yeah a one ton truck. Like they're totally different vehicles. What? Now I can compare my dad's Chevy thirty five hundred to my F three fifty. Going over like speed bumps and stuff, I'll take my 350. It goes a little bit better, but we're also talking all uh, going over stock. Yeah. Going over stock, I take a solid axle. It's not. I think it would ride better because once you start changing the geometry of oh, the IFS, oh, when you mean okay, when you're modifying very it, stereotypical, yeah, sure. When you're modifying it, yes. IFS loses that. I think it does quicker. I think you're right. Yeah. So I just think stock for stock, though. Yeah. Stock. And IFS also, is probably I, can, I mean, like to answer Mike's question, there's no way that an F3. I have no question. I have no question. I stay. I made a statement, <laughs> and you think I'm wrong, and that's fine. But I didn't, I didn't ask a goddamn question. Let's back it up. I said what I think. Didn't no. you say, <laughs> Jesse? Did your Tacoma ride as or better? Than your F three fifty, yeah, and I think one, it's half the price, so there's that. But two, of course it did. Mm-hmm. It's a small truck. It doesn't. I don't. I don't agree. Yeah, with it's a small yeah, truck like, with remote reservoir bypass my, shocks. It rode. My Colorado fantastic. was wonderful, but it was truck. not better on the road driving around than my brother's F three fifty. It didn't feel more think, comfortable. It didn't feel. It fit more places, and when we got off-roading and doing all the off, like, off-road stuff we did with it, it was wonderful. It was great. Driving around town all over the place, doing normal things, the interior, it, all that stuff's nice and great. It did not feel like a more comfortable truck than the F-350 Platinum I sat in and rode in. I think in. that part of that is definitely, you know, it's obviously there's personal preference there, and I will not take that away from you. You feel what you want to feel with it. I'm going to yell at you, but you feel what you feel. That's okay. <laughs> And I'll yell back but, yeah, but also, like, you know, I think there's there's a difference between ride quality and this Platinum has, you know, lumbar and massaging seats. Like, those are two different... Whoops, I'm going to knock my microphone over. Those are two different things completely, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not talking about the comfort of the, like, 100%. interior. I think, after, I think new Super Duties are fantastic i absolutely love them if i was in the market for a full-size truck i would buy it every every day of the week over the other options no question about it i think they're great if someone said hey i want a nice riding truck on the freeway i don't like small trucks 
So I don't want something tiny. I don't want a car. I know this is ridiculous. Should I buy an F-350 or a 1500 Silverado? I'd say you, you need the Silverado because... Maybe an F-150. <laughs> or an F-150. No, no, I'm just saying... Yeah, like, well, just between to... those two because yeah. those are the two you said, right? It's because <laughs> right. that I know one-ton unloaded trucks with 80 PSI on their tires on the freeway ride like shit. They also get terrible mileage. And, you know, even with a, even with a diesel, they're not great. <laughs> so uh, I, I know to, a half-ton... I drove Eugene and got 28 miles to the gallon. That's amazing. Well, I know a half-ton truck is always going to ride better. <laughs> that is part of the reason that it that there is a difference between them. Like the, it just does. It has less load mm-hmm. capacity, so it's light, lighter sprung and a lighter truck. And there's less rotating mass. There's all those things go together to make a truck that rides better. Would I rather have the Silverado? No, I would take the Super Duty. Well, but it's we're arguing. The argument started about the thirty-five hundred on. 40s yes. that had chicken wings. So, uh 3500 with chicken wings is going to have the same suspend the the same uh heavier duty springs, the same heavier duty shock that's designed to tow the same yeah. weight and it's going to be just as uncomfortable as that I think F350 it just doesn't make I sense think you to could build that platform. I think you way. could that's say that, point. right? I think that it's a much fairer argument to say it would ride as bad as a Super Duty than to say there's no way it drives better. Right. To me, I think it probably on the road handles better than a Super Duty of equal build. And I think that's just because of rack and pinion steering and independent front suspension. And those are the only two reasons. Is it stiff? Probably. Is it? I just. So the other thing after being there and looking at the truck and talking to them, it's a moot point because it's probably never going to exist. It is a concept and they are probably trying to push it so that maybe it comes to be something, but all they're doing is showcasing all of the products that they're going to sell off of it, which is really neat. But um, it, I just, I, the thing that amped me up on the internet for everybody that's listening, that is not part of our just tiny little group chat that we talk about all these things all the time is that, the bold claim that straight axle is always better really gets me. And I prefer straight axle. I do. That's I drive a straight axle rig. I will. I want that always, but like, I don't subscribe to the notion that it's better. Like all of this time and research and development that goes into all of these new vehicles is not for nothing. Like, right. But, but I also, I also will argue that Formula One uses huge fucking arrow, and if you put that on a Super Duty, that would not be helpful. I mean, it, it wouldn't make speed. it better. If, it might, yeah. yeah. If they could go like, fast enough, yeah. Good technology in a thing, but here's yeah. the thing, Mike. Just because there's good technology, that, that truck, it is probably cheaper to do it that way, or it is probably more useful so they can use the same products in the same way and a different thing. Yeah, maybe. A, there's all kinds of other things that go into it. So just because they are doing it doesn't mean that it is better all the time. I, I do agree that in if you had a, a car, most SUVs, any CUVs, any of that stuff, it's better to have independent suspension. There are a lot better options than a solid axle in the rear of a you know car or whatever. That I, I I'm all with you there and all of that stuff. I just don't think it always translates to the next thing. It just sometimes like the super duty is 
on a solid front axle and the Chevy is not and the Dodge kind of is depending yeah, on which is. one you get yeah. I think and there's some of them all was. the, all the heavy so duty. there's all this different stuff so it, it, I don't subscribe also to the it it's got it's been designed to be better therefore it is better because we've had fucking Pontiac Aztecs and people put a lot of money into figuring that shit out and I don't think anybody listen thinks I mean there's better. always misses right but like yeah I think that what I keep going back to is, and I'm not saying that um, automotive journalism is this end all be all that no one can topple, right? Like there are definitely people that are wrong, but what I'm getting at is like, if you start looking into it, there are a lot less champions for keep old tech around than there are like, Hey, let's, let's make this modern. Let's make this new. Let's make this better. Right. And that, that unfortunately in trucks is, independent suspension live axles are ancient technology and they work well and they're strong which is why we use them in off-road scenarios right but like they're heavy they're heavy uh i don't know there's a bunch of other things that other you know that people that are much smarter than me are using to benchmark this right and maybe chevy is the main one in the heavy duty truck market right but i don't think that's just because of cost savings I'm not saying Chevy is awesome and that they don't do things because of cost savings. I'm sure they do, but there's got to be a reason, right? There's got to be a reason that they're doing that. And they've been doing that and stayed away from solid axle for so long at this point. And you can make the argument that like Jeep, for example, right? Like Jeep is getting, they get regularly bashed by like motor trend and places like that outlets that are looking at them as street vehicles because Mm -hmm. they have solid axles, right? A live axle handles terrible. They're unpredictable, blah, 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 heavy down the line, all these things. And people in those worlds love the Bronco in the alternate thing, right? Because it has independent suspension and it's a little bit more road characteristics are better and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't care. The Jeep is probably better in most scenarios that where I would use it again, but I don't think that they're, wrong i think that preference 100 percent actual fact i don't know if you start putting numbers to numbers i don't have the info in front of me so i couldn't tell you but it, it there is a story that i think probably leans towards that independent suspension is probably better in the most scenarios right but oh you know personal preference is personal preference so I I think it's a well, I, th- I think it's a law of di- diminishing returns, right? So yeah. basically the the thought there is uh is that the ride difference isn't enough, like isn't better enough to say that it's the better choice to go independent in the front in a, in a full-size truck with that since that's what we're talking about mostly here in comparison to the truck that's got a solid axle it can't be that much better and i do believe that the the other part of that the one of the reasons chevy did the um the independent suspension which i could be wrong but i think it was because they were making them so that they sat lower because it's harder to get a solid axle rig to sit as low to the ground as what the Chevys are. The Chevys are, I'm pretty sure, are lower than the other options 100%. are. 100%. And that was, that was what they were shooting for, was they wanted to sit lower to the ground for all the old fogies and for <laughs> yeah. aerodynamics yeah. and, and, and things like that. So there's that, like, they did it for X reason, but 
a lot of people that actually want to need to use the trucks in the truck way they are probably looking at it as a it's not that much better it's not enough better you know drivability wise to say to say i want to get rid of the the solid front axle yeah well and the the forest service and the, the county and the city and all the, the government entities buying full size trucks for anything are all buying super well, new yeah I would mean, you every, would you rather service like, an ifs yeah. front end or would you rather service a solid front axle front end I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take right. I'm gonna say this and I'm sorry for stirring the God pot more. Damn it. I want you ever. to prove that to me Thank because you. I have seen plenty of half ton Rams and half ton Chevy trucks with Forest Service colors on them, and they're all IFS. I, so, right, but I'm not saying uh, that there isn't Super Duties because there definitely is. No, but <laughs> tell me that there's none of the others. They're they're taking whatever they the get others, the best deal are, on. They don't care yeah, what the brand is. It's whatever they got the, the best deal on at the time. That's all yeah. it is. That there's there is no loyalty to anything when it comes to government uh, vehicles like that. They don't give a shit. <laughs> the railroad. The, the yeah. There's all. There's most full service vehicles that you see on the road are. For super duty trucks. Wow. I mean, like by a, by a very large margin. The ones, the, the ones that Mike is talking about, the ones that Mike is talking about, he's talking yeah. about like the ones that are, that have specific purposes. Yes. I.e., service bed yeah, trucks the, and things like, whole, things like that. Yeah. Sean is talking about just in general, they also have fleets of just trucks that are just there to be trucks yeah, they, and that's it. And so they're off road. Like that's City of Bend owns three Ford Lightnings. No, I, I'm not talking about all of all vehicles. I'm talking about we're still talking about F three fifties, F the one ton range service level, the one ton real rig vehicles. You're not seeing Chevys, you're not seeing Dodges at nearly the numbers by a statistical margin. They don't exist if you if you go across enough platforms. It, it just it's the more common thing that you see. So. There's there's probably also a reason for that. I listen, I think it's a great product, right? Like I'm I've said that. So you don't have to you don't <laughs> have to, I'm trying to sell you this. You don't have to explain to me that the Super Duty's good, because I think it is. I just think that um, you know. So l- let's backtrack real quick. <laughs> this argument started mm-hmm. weeks ago because AEV released their GMC Grand Sierra concept, which is a single cab brand new 24 uh, GMC HD truck with a tray bed and forties. And it is super sweet. Um, And it was at SEMA. And that's obviously, if you haven't caught up to us, that's what we're, that's why we're talking about it. But our argument over the internet, which is fun because that's the way we love to do arguing. If you think we argue here, you should, you should hear us on the internet. (laughs) Uh, Let's share the message thread. Yeah, exactly. Was that the, um, we should start a, a, a discord or something. Um, that's not a bad idea, but uh. I don't want to, de- I don't want to deal with it, but, um, it, it was basically the IFS versus straight axle debacle, which we've all gone into a million times. And really most of the time there's not an argument. It's mostly everybody bashing IFS stuff, but I just kind of got on the mode where I was like, I, I want to argue the other point of this because I don't think that that's completely the truth. Um, and you know, whatever I still, I still like, I, like I said, I still prefer it. I still prefer like I said, if I, what I said to Jesse and Mike in that thread was like, if you gave me a budget and I had to build a truck 
And one of the trucks was this GMC, which I think is awesome. And the other truck was like a Carly suspension equipped limited Super Duty. I'd take the Super Duty every single day of the week, no matter what, no exceptions. Yeah. I just would. I like it better. I think it looks yeah. better. I think everything about it is better. But the AV is pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. So it it always boils down <laughs> to it's a time and place and what you're sure. going to use it for. There's yeah. there's for this entire group, I f- our entire group, I feel like solid axle is always the choice. But yeah, IFS works for about the other eighty percent. Oh yeah, for most of our driving, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you built for most of your driving, you would break at all the other things that we can yeah. do. Or you just wouldn't do the other things. You'd just be broken 20% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> then it works oh, for 100%. Well, now yeah. it's broken 10% of the time for 20% of the driving. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I, yeah. I will um, say okay. I'm, I'm excited to see Colin's perspective of snow wheeling from the Range Rover last year mm-hmm. to the Waggy this year. I think it's going to be night and day difference, but. Probably. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, um, speaking of the super duty though, ah, Sean, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to hold us here on the super duty real great. Just sure. for uh, one extra second here. <laughs> um, this week on the truck so cast. our last, our last episode where, uh, Mike's ugly super duty was one of his selections. Um, <laughs> and you've mentioned, and you've, you've mentioned this before, Sean, mm-hmm. and I, I had to take, I had to take note of it and, and actually look it up. But you really love to uh, promote the 6.2 uh, gas yeah. engine. Um, and here's, here's the problem is it's the wrong year, Sean. What do you mean? Those, were not available, those weren't available until 2011. I had to look it up. Uh, so those were not available in Mike's ugly body. They were available oh. in the next body so Damn, i thought they were you're you're ah. you're still well out of range here with your 6-2 talk <laughs> okay <laughs> well then you gotta bump up to seven grand because you can get a uh 2013 with a 6-2 for seven so that's the buy um so, yeah. <laughs> yeah moving up just a couple grand yeah <laughs> that's the the 10k range mm-hmm. yeah i that i'm literally considering that i'm trying to put together a, a plan you were the red truck is so much too much valuable. Like it's just ridiculous. The prices on those are still up too high and like it sucks to start in the winter and our dogs don't fit in the back seat with my kid anymore. And like I'm like, man, four doors would be nice. And so I'm I'm should you put a block heater on it? Plan is. Uh it blows it blows every time. There's something like wrong with the truck. I put three block heaters in it, like went down to napa and bought one of them ordered one and every single time it'll blow the fuse in line and trip the breaker on the house every time i plug it in there's something uh there's absolutely nothing wrong with the truck it is for sale uh you can email me <laughs> right, yeah. so sell it before it catches uh, on fire it sounds like you have some sort of ground fault no do you have gf I, some, I don't yeah. mean to trail off too far, but are you it. GFCI protecting between the the block? I've, I've plugged multiple. I, I've run multiple plugs, and I've plugged it in at a whole different Have you tried a different extension cord? Trip. I'm just, I'm uh, just throwing yeah. things at the wall. I don't know. Did you change no, the blinker fluid? I drove to my parents' house and Mike, I plugged you've, it in. You've sold vehicles for much less than that as far as reasons, so that's... 
That's easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Uh, no, I, we're just trying to figure out that because we're going to be camping like the overlandy stuff out of the Jeep now, we figured out that that's kind of the plan. We liked doing that. It was good at doing that. And the the truck is going to mostly be camping like at our easier camp spaces or camping with the family or things like that. Uh, it's just, I like taking the red truck, but some other people would prefer I didn't. Um, <laughs> I can see him right now. You, you mean <laughs> everyone else in the group? Is that what you mean by uh, some other people? Is that no, what is that what you some. is that what you're referring to? I, I, I don't think there's anybody hmm. else who really knows. Uh, you know, it's not like there's been a vote or anything. Hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah. So the value of it is just it's it's still low miles and it's a good seven three and it runs great and it starts every time and you just said it like, didn't start every time shit yeah it's hard it's hard Let's start go. it's a we hard start pro yeah. con list here like yeah. you know it's it's got yeah. low miles i can't fit my dogs in it <laughs> this yeah. is it runs great it barely starts in the winter <laughs> this is not your facebook market it started well that's for sure yeah. yeah i i have three batteries uh connected and I cycle the glow tugs four times and it'll start, but he's not happy about it. Oh. So that's the game you to play. Put the bed so back I, on I and sell it. Yep. I'll probably keep the flat bed on it because the bed was pretty bent, dented and beat up and tell people they can have it. Oh. So. You can get your ugly bird. But Yeah. And then yeah, you can get a super ugly one. Yeah. Great. But but cheaper and easier and worth you know, less. <laughs> worth less, less, less. You're looking yeah, it was worth. You, you stopped that's that thought good. real short. <laughs> and worth and well, no, worth less just disappear and after that. Tanking. <laughs> but it'll have a solid front axle. Well, so I will have a solid front axle, and that's what I'm really looking for. Um, and I'll have back feet yeah. that fit things. Kitten bait. So. Kitten dogs. Kids and dogs always. Yep. Well. Uh, now that we've just wrung the hell out of that uh, argument, <laughs> you want to talk? You... Uh, I'm going to build a Super Duty for Edison next year. That's what I was going right. to get into yeah. next. So. Super. <laughs> wow. wow. Good. Nice work there. Just. I thought, it's almost, it, right? I thought you were coming with something there. Uh, he was he was nope. firing up for something, and then it just just <laughs> went away. Lost his confidence. <laughs> Oh, no, I never intended to follow through with that. I was just really hoping that uh, somebody would cut me off earlier than that. Mm. Well, it's on you guys. I don't know why you'd let me get that far into that thought. I'll let That's you great. go as far as you want to go. I love watching the Mike, Mike show. Like, I mean, it makes me happy. Watching you be happy, building whatever the fuck it is you want to build. And, and it's... Thanks. I know we give you shit, but you know what? It's great. You get oh, yeah. to you get to make mistakes so later I don't have to. <laughs> hmm. Which is fine. I'll do that. Thank you. you. That's good. Did you buy a forerunner that had way too many miles on it? Nah. <laughs> oh man, I wanted to bring that up, no. but I didn't want to bring it up because uh. I was concerned about <laughs> your mental state with it. What happened, Jesse? Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> For all our listeners, Jesse, go ahead and give the story. Hang on, what time is it? 
can I can I start the story by saying that uh, before any no. of this? No, <laughs> Jesse, no, Jesse no, no, called me talking about a whole different issue, and I was like, that, "Go ahead, man. We're gonna back I, up." I think that it's like go right we'll get for to it. There. I think it's all Let's right. Let's back up. <laughs> and then I uh, so um, found a forerunner uh, for Anna, and so I sold the Tacoma because actually on the last podcast I hadn't sold the Tacoma yet, and we promoted it. Well, actually, you guys did on the 80s on Edison podcast. Um, so I sold it, and I got my asking price, which was great. I was super happy. The guy's super happy. So um, pumped. And then with some of that money, I wanted to buy or wanted to put some of that money towards helping Anna buy a Forerunner, which she's always wanted. So searching, and we've been searching since I put the Tacoma up for sale. So was that like a year ago? Yeah. You had stickers at the last, not this uh, album, well, but the one before. It's, uh, yeah, so. it's always it's, been it loosely more, for I mean, sale. Yeah, but it was it was for, for sale, quote unquote. But <laughs> you didn't really start trying yes. hard until everything <laughs> is for yeah. sale except for the wife, kids, and dogs. So, <laughs> but if you gave me enough, you could have the dogs. Well, I don't know. Okay, yes joking yeah you know what both of my dogs are kind of assholes so um so yes he's sitting right there yeah that's for you doc (laughs) ducky's pretty nice Um, so anyway we've been looking for quite some time for a forerunner trying to find a good deal on one and we found a good deal it was 9300 bucks for a 2007 forerunner right color and uh 130 4 or v8 um love the 4.0 it's a great motor so i was mm-hmm. like they'll go three hundred fifty thousand miles yeah, i know <laughs> um so i contacted the guy made up a meet went to go look at it um had surface rust underneath so i was like ah kind of like really standoffish about it there was a couple other red flags about the whole ad um still went to the meet drove it around drove drove the yeah facebook. Fa- the facebook so drove it around drove great perfect you know not a big deal um inside was a little bit dirty got done with the drive told the guys like hey i'm gonna go talk to my wife really quick um we're gonna discuss it live uh, for a second, and I'll come back and let you know what we decide. I go back to him and said, you know what? I'm going to walk. It's just, you know, a little too much. I don't want to I don't want to pay that much for what you got. I think that the rust really concerns me. Um, I think it might actually be from the Midwest or something like that. And it's just too much. And he's, he's like, whoa, okay, hang on, hang on. He's like, well, how much would you give me for it right now in the condition? I said, 6K. And he said, well, how about seven and a half? I said, take a second. I'll go back and talk to my wife. And that's when I called Mike. I was like, Mike, um, so this guy actually came down to seven and a half. What do you think? And we kind of talked through it. 
And Mike, you're a great person to bounce things off of. Good conversation. And ended up Thanks. with coming to the conclusion of, you know, is it worth two grand to work with the rest? You know what? Yeah. With 134,000 miles, a little bit of rest and some work. Yeah. You know, I could make a $9,000 rig pretty quick. So I ended up pulling the trigger. Um, the funnest part of the story is, and Anna's going to hate me for this because she's not going to listen to this podcast, but somebody else might and then tell her, uh, is we were leaving the sale. We get five blocks away from the sale. She takes a right-hand corner, and I'm following her in the super duty. And she calls me and she's Real like- comfortable ride? It's really comfortable. <laughs> she calls me. She's like, did you see that? I was like- what do you mean? I didn't see anything. She's like, the back end gets squirrely when I accelerate. I was like, that's, I'm like, okay. She's like, it starts wagging all over the place. Like it starts shaking. It's like, okay, well, there's a parking lot straight up the road. Let's go park there really quick. I'll take a drive. So park there, take it around all through the parking lot, doing a lot of acceleration, braking hard, hard acceleration, nothing. And I can't get it to do whatever it is. I'm like, get back. And I'm like, hun, were you just pushing on the skinny pedal too hard and getting the back end squirrely? She's, no, no, no way. I wouldn't. I know how to drive. And I'm like, I know you know how to drive. I'm not trying to insult you. Just, you know, it's a, it's a real wheel drive with, you know, a considerable amount of more power than your front wheel drive Mazda. So she gets back in the forerunner, get back in the four. We get onto the freeway. She takes another right-hand corner, accelerates, and then calls me again and says, did you see it? And I said, no, I didn't see it. And she said, I think I'm just giving it too much gas. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> so get home. And man, we're both formula drift. We're both pumped on the rig. It's a, it is a really nice car or a, a, a nice forerunner. It's, it's a little dirty inside, but with a detail, it's going to be super clean. Um, but then Royce comes over, uh, a friend that works at a dealership. He's like, oh, shoot, this, you know, man, thank that this is cool. Great. This is good for you. Give me the VIN and I'll run it at work tomorrow so you guys can have the service records. Royce calls me at 8 o'clock the next morning and says, I got some bad news for you. And I said, what? He's like, it doesn't have 134,000 miles on it. Like, what do you mean? He's like, in March 2022, it got serviced at a Toyota dealership and it had 335. So I got had. Um, So now I'm in. You double check the VIN. That's more than double. You double check the VIN. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Double check the VIN. Um, The VIN is correct all over the body. So all the body panels have the correct VIN. he put the right VIN in? Yeah. And okay. something, uh, I got them right here. Um, so somebody changed out the cluster, or this person that I bought it from changed out the cluster. Um, good news, I did file a police report with the sheriff's department, um, talked to them, and since I hadn't gone to the DMV yet, there's actually one other sale of the vehicle between me and the title holder. And the sheriff ended the conversation with, you know what? I'm going to go check that out. And so probably tomorrow I'll hear back from him. I don't expect to hear any good news. 
I, I started the conversation with him as, I fully expect you to say at the end of this conversation, there's nothing I can do. And I'm right. just going to live with this decision. I'm, you know, I got had and I'm going to make the best of it. But um, well, let's see what happens. So, um, well, I'm excited about I, it. The, it's going to be a good rig. When you showed the, the title with the spot scratched off of it afterwards, all of us were like, oh, yeah. so just a little cringe there. <laughs> a lot of lessons learned yeah. there. I, I still feel pretty stupid about it after every time I tell the story. Um, <laughs> I just feel dumber <laughs> every time I tell it because I keep recalling all these other moments. And it was just like, fuck me. Yeah, but didn't you say he forgot his wallet so you couldn't get yep. a view of his license or his driver's license number? Yep. His Facebook so, account was from uh, this year, and it only had three pictures on it. Yep. Yeah, that one did get me. But the driver's license thing, like, I don't know if I've ever checked anybody's driver's license by in a car. I always do. Jesse oh, and I had a conversation as well, and uh, I told him he is welcome to come to my funeral when I die during a bad car deal. <laughs> yell, I told you so from the back. <laughs> Full permission. It's on the internet now. So that's okay. Nobody be surprised because Jesse, unfortunately had, you know, had gotten ahead of himself and, and got a car that isn't as sold or as it was supposed to be, or as advertised, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't do any of this prep. And so I'm lucky to have made it to where I've made it. Uh, but I also don't, move as many cars as like Mike. So there is that, but oh, I have uh, a system. Like I, I go through no all kinds of checks and balances. I take pictures of all of the money, the bill of sale, both driver's license next to each other. Uh, I have a photograph of that from every vehicle I buy and sell. I go through it. Like I don't hand anybody money until the title shows. I have just like this list of rules that I always follow. And if you break one of them and I don't have the right justification or a good, like, cost you know to risk that that matches there i've i've walked away from deals that have been uh, sean was with me um in eugene oh, or, yeah salem there yeah like you just walk away you're done i don't need to buy it like i had a great adventure with my friend and now we're gonna head back to town but like if yeah. i'm gonna buy a vehicle without a title i at least need to see that the registration is in your name or yeah. that you are the last registered owner or so i'll take on that funny... risk but like we're moving. Yeah, if the reward way. is worth it. Yeah. Exactly. So like I have some of those too, right? Like I will not buy a vehicle without a title. Like there's no amount of proof. I don't care. Unless it's held by a bank, I'm not doing it just because I don't want to deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like mm -hmm. a difference that we have, and I do have those. But like Jesse was talking about like circle in the parking lot and making sure he's not gonna get jumped, and I was like, never once, <laughs> yeah, never one time has that crossed my mind. So, yeah, that, that, I've never no, thought of that. Yeah, that was the amount of red flags though that I had before this well, sale. Yeah, maybe you were just on edge. I yeah. was so <laughs> like, I parked away, like, I saw him and I parked away and I waited for him to park and to see if anybody else was kind of like following him because I was just like, there's so many red flags about this sale that just have me on edge yeah. and i didn't like I, I did all that prepping beforehand i didn't listen to my intu intuition and i still went through with it and now i'm at where i'm at well you judged the risk and you took it and that yeah. that sometimes works great if this this vehicle was as advertised and you got it for 7500 oh, bucks 
you'd be the king of the fucking world right now. Yeah. We'd all be clapping for you, and like it, it's been great. But uh, it didn't go that way, and you you took a risk. But you're really again, once the cluster is corrected, you're kind of just at market value on that forerunner. Well, it's I'm probably uh, out twenty five hundred bucks. Maybe yeah, it, it wasn't a deal, but like honestly, if you clean it up really well, you could probably sell it for just about what you bought it for. Almost, like yeah. you wouldn't lose out a ton yeah. with some elbow grease and some tire yeah. shine. You know, I got to do what I so, do best, and it's buck up and fix the fucking rig and you know what either yeah. live with it or don't yeah it's a it's a toyota i've heard they can go for so many miles don't even worry about it you just uh, keep driving it and enjoy so it so three hundred thousand, you got to pull the engine it, that's it if yeah. uh there are and, so <laughs> oh too late <laughs> so if there are <laughs> two things First thing, if you know anybody with a neck tattoo on their left side of a... It's only an outline. Um, I have a really good description of this guy, but I won't get into it. But he's got a neck tattoo about uh, above collar length, about two and a half inches tall. A caricature, only black outline, holding a rifle at about a 40 to 45 degree angle. That's the guy. What, what kind of rifle? Uh, I was like a, a, a more of a like an AK or an AR. It had a large magazine. Okay, I was gonna say you're describing Elmer Fudd. Like what are you saw? Oh. Yeah, so like no, 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 hold, holding holding it a more like well, on their it. chest. Yeah. So if you ever see that oh, person at attention, you mean? Yeah, at attention. <laughs> um. Uh, if, I see, if I see that just person, email I'm probably going to secret RSVP <laughs> at gmail.com if you know this man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the move. God. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, Jesse. I know I said shit, that before, but shit happens. I am. Shit happens. Yeah, it does. I, fuck up. You figure I still it out. I think it's going to be a great rig for Anna to drive around. I think that it looks plenty safe. It looks like just clean enough. Like you don't really have to worry about more than just like washing stuff mm -hmm. like you're gonna be great i think that uh what like what's the thing that's gonna go bad with high mileage that's more likely to go bad than just something breaking right i think doc's about like, to tell us well he yeah <laughs> finally woke him up he's like oh let me tell you about the mileage on this thing uh i think if all else fails jesse you just yard out the engine put an ls in it yeah put a Dana 60 or a pair of them under it. Are you going to get rid of that? that yeah. Uh, get rid of that IFS. IFS nope. So we don't <laughs> want it driving good. Yeah. <laughs> and bingo. New wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Keep your, keep your crawler on the trailer on the side of the house and build this truck. Yes, there we <laughs> That's go. what I'm getting at. Perfect. <laughs> I bought a, I, I bought a cab for the crawler. Oh, nice. what cab did you buy? Mm. No, I'm just saying. The forerunner. Oh, that's oh yeah, that would be the cab. Yeah, I was gonna say that except for like there are some things that the like the forerunner has a multi-link rear suspension already, so you might want to kind of play around with that. Or or not. I don't know. Just yard the yard the cab off there and put it on the other chassis. Uh, Good to go. If anything, I'll sell it. But you know what? It's happy, it's here, it's home. I got my work yep. I got my work cut out for me, but you know what? That's never scared me before. Yeah, I once bought a Forerunner, and the wheels tried to fall off on the side of the road on my way home. So, 
I get it. Well, that one was way more of a piece of shit than this one. So. Oh, I, I don't know. I uh, I bought it for a lot less money, and it was the thing that I thought it was going to be. Mm. And then I put wheels and tires on it, and I sold it for about Too, what you bought that for. Touche. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a great, fun little flip. Like, that thing went way better than I thought. Which one was that? That's the... The white one, uh, right? The three-liter, what, second-gen... Forerunner. Hmm. Remember, it had the blinky lights underneath of it. I only had I it for think, a minute. I don't even think I ever saw that one in person. Yeah, I, it was gone so I, quickly. I know I, I didn't. didn't. Yeah. I got wheels and tires from Aaron because they had takeoffs from a modern Forerunner, and then I yep. uh, and they already had larger tires, and so I swapped those on and like washed it real good. Took off all the just asinine dumbass child stickers you know like your butt <laughs> stickers and it was so ridiculous the ip on there your was, ford it, sticker stuff yeah oh my God. It, like one of them literally just said butt and i don't know if there's more to it before or when it was gone <laughs> or if it was that was the whole thing like they figured oh yeah that's just butt. but yeah they cleaned all that off i cleaned out the interior and sold it to a guy in sisters at the les schwab he was stoked. He's like, yeah, I'm going to build a crawler out of it. So, like, it's a good enough chassis and cab and all that for that. So, we're good. Um, but, yeah, that was one of my best. That was one of my best flips, like, time, money, effort-wise. Oh, man, I was stoked. It's a good one. Jesse, you gotta... it, it did try to kill me on that side of the road. No, you're good. Okay. Just making sure. Um... Yeah. So, it was a bummer. <laughs> it was a bummer. That's all that matters. It was a bummer. And path yeah. working through it. That's all that matters. Oh. Yeah. It'll I'm sure you know it'll work out one way or another. I got a fuck good, bad. Who knows? I got a fucking forerunner. <laughs> with a four liter. You got a forerunner. And it's great. You know what? Those are great rigs. They're great motors. It's gonna be super fucking clean come Friday. Oh. Did it have decent service history? Oh yeah. In all of that time? I, well that's so, good. Here, hang on, I got it right. I got it right here. Shit. This this week on Jesse Fumbles is like I I I can't even like there's just pages and pages and pages and pages. So the oh, nice. the guy who owned it um up until 335 had it, it had it always serviced at Toyota every That's single cool. time. So at, like and it was like every stupid little thing that he felt that was an issue always took it to Toyota. <laughs> it was like yeah, a two sixty six. It we was like conversation is at two sixty six. The glove box isn't closing incorrectly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so. Well, yeah, have, haven't we had this conversation as a group though that I would rather buy a high mileage rig with great records than a low mileage rig. That's a question mark. Mm -hmm. Cause you Every know, they time. might have a, mm -hmm. they might've swapped the dash and you never even know. Uh, well, I also like, I would rather have something that's been driven and maintained than mm -hmm. sat mm -hmm. all the time. Always. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Same. Oh. Well, an extra yeah. 200 mile, 200,000 miles. I don't know. <laughs> that's a lot of being driven but. i'm trying to help you man i'm trying to make this i want you to feel something uh no i appreciate the support but yes it's a lot yeah it's funny i saw i thought about um 
trying to like do a different mileage on my cluster after my swap. And I was like, I can't do that. There's no, like if it gets one owner away, like I just can't have that on my conscience at all. Uh, yeah. So, so I did do this one time. And so it's when I, I did a suburban, I, I did a flip with a suburban and the cluster didn't, the, the little, the mm. readout on the cluster didn't work, but I had the one from the LS swap. Got it. And so I sold the guy the suburban with the cluster with the correct readout on the mileage on it. And I said, here is a cluster that works, but it has the wrong readout. You can change it out, but you understand that if you sell this with this stating this mileage, that's fraud. Yeah, and so yeah. I gave him the cluster with it, and he changed it out. Yeah, when I sold the the TJ, I did kind of the same thing. I took the cluster out of the Jeep that had the correct mileage before the swap, and I put it on the shelf. And then when I did my swap, the um, digital uh, setup that I have for my speedometer wouldn't go high enough to match that, so I just started it at zero for my swap. Mm -hmm. And then I handed it to the guy and I said, this plus this equals mileage. Like that's, that's what you got. It will always like, it'll always be the case. If you just keep this thing, this plus that is how many miles are on the whole Jeep. Now, none of the axles were original. The transmission wasn't original. It had a new transfer case. It obviously the motor and trans and all like nothing in it, except for the seats had, you know, that and it was only like 140,000 miles on the Jeep when I, um, sold it all together, but like I, I, I was like I don't want to I don't want this to be weird or anything, but it does not have you know forty one hundred miles on it. Just so you know, yeah. <laughs> Those body mount mileages mount or matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the last thing left. That in the steering wheel. Um, yeah, it's just a weird gray area. Because you do kind of want to keep track of your swap time. Like, mm -hmm. that's... I have an easy solution for that. I, Just swap it out on an even number. I don't have an easy uh, solution. I swapped out the Suburban, and I have no way of tracking how many miles are on it. Yeah, but that's got a five-digit odometer, too, oh, right? Oh, no, the odometer doesn't work. Oh, well, I mean, the part that works is five digits, though, yeah? No, none of it works. The odometer does not work. <laughs> If okay, let's work. back up. If it did work in 1979, I know that's it's not a 79, but 76. like when it was working, mm -hmm. yeah, that odometer has how many digits? Oh, yeah, you know, that one has five digits, but the, the odometer oh, okay. that I switched into it because I had to get the uh, VSS driven speedometer, mm -hmm. that one doesn't work. And I have no idea yep. how many miles are on that truck now. Mm. What I'm getting at is five digit odometers on. 50 year old vehicles don't matter yeah 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 doesn't matter okay that's it i have no i have no idea how many and on that note i don't care ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, who gives a shit about yeah, the miles on your fun. rig just take care of it and fucking figure it out yep that's right Back take to it to the uh, no take it to the dealership for glove box issues yeah good to go yeah <laughs> Yeah, I had the uh, the odometer went out on my Super Duty. I had that 06 a long time ago and uh, dropped it off for them to fix it. And they gave it back with 10,000 fewer miles. So I don't, I don't understand how that happened. That's crazy. 
Oh, different cluster, I'm sure. Yeah, well, at the dealership, and like, like, well, you guys have the warranty to service, so. It's on you. (laughs) You just extended it a little bit. And I even brought it up. I told the guy, and he's like, yeah, we don't have it written down as anything different, so. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. They They went back to the last one, so. Well, I know we well, strayed a little bit. I did want to hear about 80s on Edison, but... Oh, I was going to say, do we want to talk about that, or do we want to push that to a different day? I wanted to hear about it, but I'm, I know only I'm two in. people here were there. <laughs> ah, no. Three. Ah, well, you made it? I did. We had a surprise third. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> do tell. I do want to hear about it now. <laughs> uh, So, I'm going to let... No, I'm just going to tell you tell my part. I, I came... Uh, I came into town around noon-ish. No, no, my flight got in at like 12.30. I came home, I loaded a new revision to my tune into the Land Cruiser, and had Lauren come with me and the puppy, and we mashed up to the top of Edison, and I met them when they got to the top. And then I drove down the backside with them, and it rained and rained and rained. And then I went home. It was awesome, though. It was a great event, awesome thing that they had going on a lot of cool rigs but i missed all of the good stuff for sure other than the raffle which was amazing <laughs> um yeah but and the food food was really good too oh yeah yeah evan sounded yeah. from the podcast it sounded like evan had some really good stew lined up ethan ethan yes. sorry ethan not evan ethan ethan it's okay whatever i don't know i'm not a toyota how did it go or... from the the jeep side uh, i had a blast um, well, I mean, it I was a little bit more better for me than, than I did for Mike, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's for sure. The Jeep guy, <laughs> no, but I, I Jeep was... guy broke something on a Toyota trip. Way to go! <laughs> yeah, first, first, first major obstacle. Yeah, yeah. I uh, by broke, it, I didn't tighten my uh, uh, steering stabilizer correctly, and it popped off. Wow. So that was the break. Um, but I put it back on there, and then after that, I was like, man, I you know I had back surgery three weeks before that and i got it all fixed and then i was like i'm sore and uncomfortable i don't want to have to break anything and fix anything else and so i was very mild from there i did all the medium stuff i tried the hard stuff but anytime it felt like anything was a little bit off i was like i'm not gonna break here and also i'm not gonna make other people recover me because i can't do it myself i'm not i just was like a little bit less than normal um, and then now I've bought a real big skid plate for the underside. And so I can go a little harder, um, for the next time. Cause that felt a little bit, uh, awkward, but I had a blast. All those guys are super cool. They're laughing and joking and taking fun lines. And, um, I was told already that I have been adopted, um, by the group, which is nice. So Cause eventually uh, you'll have an 80. Have I had one yet? I, no, not I that I know so. of. Not that I know of. Eventually, you'll no, I don't get think one. I've had one yet. Yeah, probably. I mean, statistically, it's probable. There's only so many cars left, and I'll have to buy some of them. Uh, I just sent Sean yeah, a two thousand dollar one that's also red. I know. I saw that to go with all the rest of your yeah. red cars. <laughs> it's crashed on the other side. Yeah, I, I looked at that and I was like, yeah. Ah, no, nope, nope, nope. They only brand the title <laughs> once, Mike. I know. But that one looks like there's some other issues uh, past cosmetics. Hmm. So, 
one of the tires points further over by a lot than the other one. Um, that sounds like a normal thing. Yeah, Jesse, we started the uh, <laughs> we started the day showing up, and there were uh, when we showed up, everyone was kind of just standing around BSing, and I saw a group of smiles as I pulled in. And Mike was behind me, and then Mike said that all the smiles turned into grimaces when they noticed that he was behind me. So that's how it started. Yeah, my window was down, and as I pulled in, someone literally yelled, "No, no!" And I'm just like, "That was it." Just no. There's only one cheater chassis allowed to be on this fucking trail. No. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. so. But it was it was all it was all in good fun, and we basically we basically yeah. just gave them the like, hey, like you're gonna be followed. We're just gonna bring up the back, and you know, it's just that thread of if you get stuck, you know, you might have to get recovered by a jeep. You know, so <laughs> they were they were all <laughs> they were all you know very very cautious. From, sure, from that point. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck. <laughs> yeah, that's motivation. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> How did the uh, the new shirt design go? Did You you brought out new shirts, right? I wore this one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, not that one, yeah, Mike. Thank you. There we go. Thanks. I know, that's the one <laughs> I wore. Cheater chassis. Um, yeah, I, I gave away I gave away two of them in part of the raffle that Sean was talking about. I was definitely the uh, the uh, you know more forgotten item I'd say on that raffle because there was some really there was some impressive stuff on that raffle. So um, seven hundred dollars yeah. towards a bumper and one of them. Yeah, like I was like, oh yeah, they shit, had some okay. people step up full or axle like yeah. a Burfield service kit. Um, mm-hmm. Bumper stuff, other gift cards, a Dometic like a holder thing, like water jug holder, all sorts of cool stuff. Belfab did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Like uh, Delta Vehicle Systems, a couple other big name um, people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Nine, what was it? The nine eleven. Um, oh yeah, nine eleven Motorsport. Casey, they did yeah. the, or he did a jack kit. So he does those really cool off road jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wanted really that. Cool. That was cool. Nice. So, well, yeah, we stand. We stood in the rain, like to the point where I, I was walking back to the jeep, and I had been back and forth a couple times. But we stood out there for the raffle and everything. And when I was walking back towards the jeep, I was went from a place that was dry when we got there, relative like it was raining on it, but it was like a dry area to uh, almost ankle high on my shoe, full shoe of water on my way out. Just a full <laughs> one whole shoe of water getting into the Jeep going, oh, great. At least we're going home. <laughs> so it was a lot yeah. of rain. It was just pouring. Yeah, it was, yeah Sean, it was Sean missed the uh, good part like, of the day. Like it started, it yeah, started off it just like kind of like chilly, but it was dry. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was like totally yeah. fine. There was like no rain until we got uh, to the top of the hill, like you know where that little corkscrew is, and then you go up the steep hill where we watched that guy slide down the hill and hit the guy that was parked at the bottom of the hill because that's the the way you do that. 
Um, you save but your like, body. You go up that hill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go up that hill, and then there's that one little like I don't know, semi rocky climb. It's not like it's mm-hmm. like this little. It's just that little short section. We got up to there, and that was their their stop for lunch. And it was like right as we were getting there, yeah. that's when it started to rain. And then it basically it didn't stop um, the rest of the night, and it just like got progressively yeah. worse. It seemed like so. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty wet. I was stoked that I brought uh, an extra jacket and left it in the rig the whole time so that I could take my yeah. wet jacket off and put <laughs> put the, the dry, dry one, one on <laughs> so that I could drive home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it, and all morning it like sprinkled off and on just enough that there was no dust. There was no like, uh, yeah, it was, that was nice. It was perfect. It's, it also started raining just a little bit while I was sitting under my Jeep fixing the front uh, steering stabilizer. Cause I was like, Oh, oh great. This is the time for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it backed back <laughs> off and it was fine. But I didn't have I like, back surgery it. right now. So yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just like sitting crisscross applesauce under the front of my Jeep in front of the obstacle. I'm the last person. They had all gotten through it. And as I'm pulling up, they're like, Hey, we're trying to like kind of hurry up so we can get onto the next thing. So we're not waiting too long. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll try this line. I've done it, you know, three times already. And I've done it once in this already. No problem. Blah, 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 bam, pop, shvamp. And they're like, yeah, you, you shouldn't go forward anymore. And I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Where'd it go, JK? <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that I could have gotten through there. They spotted me the same way they spotted the 80 series, which is fair. That's what they, that's all of them were 80 series before me. And um, if I had been a little bit further over where I w- did it last time, it might've been a little easier for me, but also, I broke the steering stabilizer off the front, and I didn't want to keep messing around with that. I just wanted to get out of there, so I took the easy line after that and left. <laughs> I, I, had, I did every single bypass on the way in, and then I think one obstacle I had to back off of because I was I took a really terrible approach. Actually, that one that Tyson got like uh, totally high-centered on, um, past that little rock garden thing, I did... Mm-hmm the mm-hmm. same line he did and there was a there was a 40 inch hole there for sure and i went right in it and i was like oh this is not good and i just backed out and did it again everything was fine um but i was disappointed that there wasn't snow i really yeah. like last year there was snow and it was really cool and i didn't want there to be a ton of snow because i was by myself um even though i figured i could get a hold of somebody if i had to um but i was like when i got to I don't know where we got into radio contact, Colin. I was like, there's no snow up here. That's disappointing. And I didn't check. Mm-hmm. I had no idea going in. Um, so typical. Yeah. I was hoping. Yeah, you got in radio contact with us like right after we sat there and waited for the uh the first valve stem that got <laughs> oh, broken yeah. off. Uh, of that of that event that was yeah just mm-hmm. so two so and it was the best part about the valve stems getting broken off was it was they were both green land cruisers they were both imported right hand drives <laughs> they were both diesels <laughs> and they both had the same wheels and the same valve stems when you look at them, the Oops. valve stems are the furthest out piece of the wheel. Yeah. 
And they're like, yeah, we're going to get some shorter ones. And I was like, yeah. Good call. <laughs> it's a good idea. They were the ones that, <laughs> that you could fast deflate. So they're like yeah. hard mounted. Uh, they stick out further than, than the rest of the wheel. And I was just like, oh, gosh. Uh, there yeah. were some younger guys when I was trying to climb the, the rocky section uh, to the side, the easy line after my, my break. And I got like the wheel just tucked into a rock and I was just using that to kind of pull me up and over. And they were all like, oh, man, your wheels. Oh, don't break the wheels. Don't mess them up. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, that's They're fine. Not, I, that's not what I do. This is OK. <laughs> this is this fine. Is yeah. The same. I, yeah. I was standing right there and I was watching it happen. I was like, no, this, this seems normal. And they're like, yeah, they're upset for, about yeah. it. And I just I just turned to him and looked at him and I was like, they're fake beadlocks. What's it matter? And, and they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, like I got these. I, I yelled out the window. I was like, I got these used, and they're like, oh. what, "Wouldn't they even be more uh, okay since they're fake beadlocks?" Like, that, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I was uh, they're fake beadlocks. It, it's it wasn't more right. okay. Like, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna break what some are, fake bolt heads off. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! And I'll never put them back. No. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. It was a cool setup. I, I wish I would have been there for the earlier parts of it. Um, I am still like a little cautious about my vehicle. I, everything is a little still up in the air, but would have been fun to be part of the the first group. I, on the way down, I was following a GX and um, the FJ Cruiser, and they were doing fine. They're mm-hmm. great. I mean, that's not like a hard part of the trail either, but they were wheeling them just like everybody else, which was cool. Um, but they were a little more dramatic than I expected coming down a couple of the little like ledges. And I was like, Oh man, this one's, this one's an early one. Cause I know there's one of those like five, that's a little bit sketchy. And so as we, each one we went down, I was like, Oh, that's the bad one. That looks bad. He lifted a wheel and I'm like, no, no, this isn't the bad one. This is fine. (laughs) Nope. Wasn't that one. (laughs) Next one. Next one. And then finally it, it surprised me. I was like, Oh, that's the one. That's the one. (laughs) No, to give credit, yeah, that guy in the that's the IFS. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I saw the video of him doing the um, the. I think that's the hardest obstacle if you can make it hard on that trail. That and that yeah. little rock garden are the two things that are actually kind of like a little serious. Um, if you if you do the right line, you can go yeah. around or you can go in the easier parts, and and that's fine. But like the the one hard line through there I watched him do with the, the FJ it looked like, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And manual yeah, trans, yeah. which, you know, good, bad. Um, and uh, Who knows? also it's got In some body fight. damage, which is cool. Whatever. It's still an yeah. FJ. Yeah. That's, that's the hardest. That's probably, yeah, that might ugly. be the hardest little thing. Sorry. Uh, up until the new sideline up by the cave, man, I watched. So I finally watched it's the video the, of that. Cause to the right. I couldn't, I didn't see that coming up and I wouldn't have done it by myself, but after watching the video of it, yeah. man, I would have liked to have been there. Cause I would have liked to try it too. Mm-hmm. If it was dry and I was feeling confident, I can hit that hard enough. I was so close so many times and all the guys are pointing in different direction and no one was really, I hate that. Uh, it was like, go this way, <laughs> go that way, bump it now. No, now, no, now. And you're like, I'm, I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And I'm, but like if, if I had somebody who's spotted me before, and it was dry, that would have been no trouble. In the wet, I think we could still do it with like the right effort. But I was still, again, I was just a little gun shy. I don't want to hit the bottom real hard and hurt my back. I don't want to try and like limp out of there and have to work really hard at something. So uh, I really would like to go up there next year and 
try and be a little more aggressive um, on on that line specifically because oh. that's going to be cool. We've still got like yeah, three weeks. Cool we still, yeah, there's still pl- plenty of time. <laughs> it's a cool line. I I, I'm healing, I mean I put I'm tires slowly, I put tires like on it work. too, but I just yeah, uh, yeah. I was just un- unlike you with all the extra spotting. I only listened to fifth gen forerunner guy, and that was yeah. like I was like nope, I'm not listening to anybody except for this guy. <laughs> because <laughs> I he knows how to party. <laughs> that yeah. dude, that dude in his rig. Oh, first those... gen forerunner guy. Got it. Yes. No, no fifth. No or uh, fourth. No fifth. Fourth. 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 Sorry, fourth. Fourth the guy with the the tons and forties. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That okay, guy knows okay, how okay, to fucking yeah. party. Forty. I would have listened. To forty deuces. Forty twos. Oh. <laughs> Them's 42s. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Looks like I got goals for Anna's rig. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I got goals for yeah, mine that, after looking at that. That dude that dude put himself into some really funny situations that were like <laughs> yeah. he he required the most recovery the entire the entire time. <laughs> he got awesome. he had to get pulled off of uh, off of a log and then he got stuck of a tree. at the like right before the lunch spot he like took this weird line to go like diagonally across it and got like stuck yeah. up against a tree and it's just like <laughs> oh my <laughs> it's just god a, nothing but recovering him even though he had probably like the most capable vehicle there outside of like um shit what was that dude's name uh Did Casey you- Maybe? The dude with the white yeah, with Casey the, or the other forerunner, the like no, early forerunner, the, the bobbed one. No, the eighty series forty twos. The one with you guys. I mean, they were at least shaking it. They were the white one on forties. Then the other one that's like looks like a smaller version of Jeremy's almost. Not small. But yeah, forties. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Carrie. I that was that guy's that was name. It, right? Carrie. That's right. Yeah. That yeah. Didn't right. you, uh, you do the hard line backwards? Yeah, yeah, he that's does the line that, that's that Mike broke thing, on. By the way, backwards. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that is like the obsession of the mud truck. Is let me do it backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <sighs> well, I'm glad you guys had a fun time. That's cool. Next year, I'll invade '80s on Edison with Raw Dog. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't think it'd be very yeah. welcome. Well, <laughs> and then I would. <laughs> What's no? I, I mean, I think you'd be surprised. It, it'd be welcome. You'd be fine. We'd yeah. just yeah, it'd just be uh, we'd be our own group in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just stay in the middle. You can have lunch with us. Yeah, yeah. Sean. Sean's the last Land Cruiser, and then and then us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 